Hello everybody and welcome to Bite Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and in this podcast I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 76 of Bite Sized Chunks of Faith. It's really good to have your company with us and if this is your first time along, uh, do please be aware there are lots of back episodes and I will be referring to some of those in what I say today. Wanted to let you all know that I've been working a little bit hard behind the scenes to try to arrange some interviews, which I'm really excited about. I hopefully will be able to say a little bit more about those in the coming weeks uh, as we try to just get them organized uh, in advance. Uh, one of the great pleasures of, of doing this podcast is that I get to speak to really interesting people about their life and about their faith and the difference faith makes to them. And I hope to have the opportunity to do that with some very interesting people in the coming weeks. So I'll keep you posted about all of that. But this week, what I wanted to talk a little bit about is finding or searching for faith. And I guess the reason I want to do that is that one of the questions which has always been of concern to me since my own faith became important to me is how do I sensitively share my faith with other people? How do I convey to other people something of the importance of the discovery that I have made that Jesus is alive, that he loves us, that he cares about the things we're going through, how can I then enable others to to encounter him and to know his presence in their lives? It is a really important question and I believe it's one that should be of interest to individual Christians and also to the Christian church and whatever congregation you happen to be a part of. It should be one of the things I guess that, that I think is high on our list of priorities. Many of us will have memories, I suspect, if we're listening to this podcast today, of bad experiences of people sharing faith with us. Maybe they came across to us as being very pushy or aggressive, and they appeared to be sometimes more interested in making a convert than they were about anything that might be actually going on in our lives. There are other people who've held a Christian faith all their lives, and yet nobody actually knows anything about that faith because it's been held in such a private way. I know that I myself cringe inwardly when I remember some of my own sincere but unhelpful attempts to share faith with others. When my own first faith became important to me, when my own faith became important to me and I tried to share that faith with others, often I just seemed to get it horribly wrong. But one of the books that I remember reading on the subject many years ago that had a big impact on me was called Evangelism Made Slightly Less Difficult by Nick Pollard. And I really loved that title 
evangelism made slightly less difficult because it acknowledged how hard it can be to talk about the thing that for many of us is so important and yet to so many other people in the world that thing just seems totally irrelevant and meaningless. Some time ago I watched a really moving and challenging film on television in which the television and radio presenter Stephen Nolan went in search of religious belief. And I guess I have to hold my hand up and to declare at this point that I don't always find Stephen Nolan the easiest personality to warm to. By the nature of his radio show, he's got to be controversial. He's very often quite confrontational in his interview style, and he's pretty opinionated. I find that he can be quite bombastic or, or arrogant, and, and I also, I suppose, just get a little bit irritated by his constant claim to be the biggest radio show in the country. And even if he is the biggest radio show in the country, do we need to be told that all the time? But I have to say that I, I saw a sort of a different dimension to Stephen Nolan in this programme in which he was searching for faith. And I don't know whether it's still available on the iPlayer, but what he did in this programme is that he interviewed people from different religious backgrounds and traditions. Most of the contributors were from the Christian tradition, but he also spent some time with the Islamic community. And as a self-confessed non-believer, what I really admired was his willingness to express his own vulnerability on this spiritual search. And he spoke very openly about how, despite all his success and all his wealth, he's one of the BBC's highest paid presenters, and despite the self-assured nature of his personality, he said, you know, there is an emptiness inside me. And there was a yearning for contentment or peace, something missing that he could see in his life and, and he actually envied this thing which he often saw in people of faith. And what I really liked in this documentary was the way that he actually sat down and listened very carefully to people's stories. And they weren't easy stories to hear in many cases. He heard from a convicted murderer who had found faith in prison. He heard from a woman whose husband was murdered in front of her eyes during the Troubles and who prayed for his killers every day. He heard also from Father Brian Darcy, a Catholic priest who's very well known in the media but who had experienced sexual abuse at the hands of priests even during his own training for ordination. He heard too from members of the Islamic community about the practice of their faith. He heard from a pastor who had almost died from COVID-19. And he also heard from a young woman called Melanie Grimsley, 
who'd lost her sister and experienced devastating burns and injuries in a car fire as a child. And if you want to hear more about Melanie's story, um, she was kind enough to do an interview with me in the church and it's recorded as one of our podcasts. It's in episode 40 and Melanie's story is a very powerful story. And I guess what I, I loved about all the contributors in this programme that, that Stephen made was their authenticity. Each one of them had experienced brokenness and challenges in their lives. Some of those experiences were beyond my imagination in their awfulness. And yet somehow, in the darkest of places, God became real to them and now shone out of them. And we might wonder, well, well how did this happen? And it happened very simply because someone shared the hope that they had found in their lives with those people at their point of need. And now they all wanted to pass on what they had discovered. And what I really noticed in this documentary was how engaged Stephen Nolan became in their stories and their experiences. And he seemed genuinely incredulous that they could find it in their hearts to forgive or to hold their faith after all that they had been through. Now he acknowledged very openly at the end of the programme that he still hadn't found faith for himself, that he couldn't bring himself to that point of surrender or trust the contributors all seemed to have come to. And he also acknowledged the painful reality for himself that all of the people in this programme seemed, internally at least, to be much more content than he was, in spite of the terrible things they'd been through. And I felt that was a really commendable honesty, the way he, he admitted that. And so I wonder, how open are we to engage with those beyond our church's walls? Have we ever sat down to engage with people whose life experience or whose faith background is actually different to ours? As I see young people, for example, perhaps engage in riotous behaviour on the streets, before I condemn that behaviour, do I have any idea what it's like to grow up without educational opportunities or without people in my corner who love me and who believe in my potential? As so many generations now have left the church and the Christian faith behind them without so much as a backward glance, do I condemn them or do I have an interest to discover why they might actually have left? Have they been fed a relentless diet of secularism from their education, from the media, from popular culture? 
Has anybody ever shared an alternative with them? Has anybody ever listened to them or cared enough about their spiritual life to want to present an alternative? As I say, on my podcast, I have had the privilege of hearing some remarkable stories of faith. And I want to mention just a few episodes if you're interested in hearing people's story of faith. Uh, why not check out some of the episodes on bite-sized chunks of faith? If you were to check out, for example, episode 15, you'd hear the story of Barbara Carlyle, who is the caretaker in the church where I work. She speaks about her life of faith as a nurse. She speaks about some of the challenges in her personal life and how faith has carried her through. Or if you're somebody listening to this podcast and maybe you struggle with anxiety or your mental health, in episode five, uh, one of our former church wardens, a member of our technology team, Jonathan Johnston, shares his story. Or if you wanted to hear about what it's like to grow up in a culture where the church is persecuted, why not listen to episode 26, where a lady called Rebecca from China shares her story. Rebecca was part of our church community during lockdown uh, when she was studying in Belfast. But she's an incredible story to share. Or why not listen to the bonus episode with Emma, who shares her experience of doing the Alpha course and the difference that made to her. Or what about listening to episode 42 with Dorothy Callum, one of our older parishioners who celebrated her 90th birthday this past week. Happy birthday, Dorothy. But she shared her experience of blindness and what it was like for her to live all her life with that struggle. And she does so in a remarkable way. Those are just a few episodes uh, where, where people share their story. Or even if you go back to episode three, you'll hear uh, Gillian Stevenson, our lay reader in the church, who speaks about the importance of spiritual health. They all have remarkable things to share with us. And those are just a few episodes from the back catalogue that I've plucked out there that might be worth a listen. But it's really helpful when people share their story of faith with us. And that's why I guess I'm very grateful to, to Stephen Nolan for making that TV documentary and all the people who so generously shared their experiences with him to bring this important subject of sharing the faith into the public arena. The reality for any church, and especially a church that, that aspires to reach out to those who haven't yet encountered Jesus, is that the best witness to a disbelieving world is the real life stories and actions of a church's people. Whenever people listened to Jesus himself and saw how he treated others, it always left an impact. When he invested his time and energy 
in such a small group of people as his disciples. Isn't it a powerful and wonderful thing to see how the faith has been passed on from generation to generation? So that's why I want to just emphasise again, if you've been finding some of these podcasts helpful to you, it is the easiest thing in the world to enable those podcasts to go further by clicking share or like and that just enables others to become more conscious of them. You don't even have to utter a word to other people to do something simple like that. I remember very vividly a group of young Christians who came to my school in my teens to share some drama and stories. And when I had a theological question, I remember writing a letter to one of them who did his very best to answer the question. I don't remember his answer all those years ago. But what I do remember was being moved by the fact that his faith was real and genuine and that he wanted so much to pass it on, which is why he came to a pretty scary environment like a secondary school to speak and to share with people who probably thought they were far too cool for religious belief. That's all I want to say this week, folks, and it has been great to have your company with us.